One night, I was scrolling through my Twitter feed. I saw this tweet from Emily with Curls. Hi, I just did my first Hello World. The next thing she posts is, you, colon, please stop. You can't just var everything you want to declare into existence. It doesn't work that way. Me, wailing, colon, var, love me, semicolon. She had just taken her first steps into the world of computer science. I wanted to hear what her experience was. This is her story. This is Kelly Mahoney. You're listening to Dream Team Origins. Enjoy the show. Um, I'm Emily, and right now I am a freelance illustrator and a stylist for Stitch Fix. And I um, just started coding last week. I know you went to your first class. I saw that um, that that was yesterday or the day before, I I believe I saw on Twitter. Yeah, Wednesday. (laughs) How did that go? Uh, it was, it was good. It was a little weird just being back in class again since it's been a few years. It's been a little bit overwhelming just because um, there's a lot of new vocabulary. It kind of makes me feel like I'm back in business school learning finance or accounting. Um, just a lot of like new terminology all at once. So I'm trying yeah. to put that together and try to like solve problems at the same time, which um, my the class that I'm taking, it's online, but it's a live class. So like being called on to answer a question is something that hasn't happened to me in a few years. <laughs> um, so that's been a little bit of like, not a new experience, but a reminder of being put on the spot with something you're just learning. Um, so that part's a little overwhelming, but I think once I get more time to kind of look over my notes and work on my own and it'll probably click better but it's nice I have uh my instructor is a woman which is cool I can see everyone's faces um so obviously when I joined I was curious as to see like how many other women would be in my class I think it's uh two or three women including myself in a class of 13 which is it's a good amount it's about what I expected um I like to always kind of make sure I'm sticking in diverse environments whenever I'm learning or making friends because I think it makes the experience that much better. Um, It was fast paced, I guess, is the best way to describe how I felt. But I remember feeling that way again, like when I was in business school, my first couple accounting classes, it was just a lot of language that I had never heard before at once and building rapidly upon itself. So um, I'm hoping that this weekend when I look over my notes and do exercises alone, I won't feel quite as rushed when I get to my next class on Monday. Awesome. Um, so um, so starting off, uh, what are some of the things that outside of like coding for this first time that like bring you joy? Like what do you do for hobbies? Um, so art has become more of a job for me recently, but It's always been a hobby too. It still doesn't always feel like work. Um, I try to keep a balance between like my commission projects that I'm doing and my personal work, but I still do find that to be relaxing, um, especially because I do switch off between that and my other job. So it's kind of like exercising my brain in different ways and the art is the more relaxing time. Um, Awesome. 
I like to listen to a lot of podcasts. Again, that kind of goes hand in hand with being a remote worker and kind yeah. of having something entertaining. I really like true crime podcasts. Um, I like vintage clothing shopping. Um, there's a lot of cool little Instagram stores. And I had started setting one up myself kind of on hiatus right now because I had a lot going on. But I love um, like secondhand and like digging for treasure with clothing and antiques and stuff. So I spend a lot of time on Craigslist here too, uh, looking for cool things. That's really awesome. Um, in my hometown, we have this uh, Goodwill where it's basically just buckets of clothing and you buy it by the pound. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, like I I, I can literally spend hours in one of those places just yeah, digging. I have, I have so much patience. Like I know not everyone feels that way about looking for clothes, but I just love it. So I heard you mention be- uh, business school. Can you tell me a little about that? Um, is that what you did in college was business? Yeah, I have a degree in marketing and a minor in art, and my focus in art was watercolor specifically. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I went to college. I just picked something that seemed kind of practical and safe. Um, So marketing was it. And yep, graduated with a marketing degree and moved to digital art more recently, but I still love watercolor. Awesome. Um, so what made you switch from watercolor to digital art? Um, I had kind of always wanted to do more digital art, but because of the nature of like the classes I was taking and how I was more focused on business, I never got an education with like Adobe Creative Suite or anything like that. And so digital art was really intimidating to me for a long time, um, even with like a tablet. And then when the iPad Pro came out, that really changed everything for me, especially with the Apple Pencil. It felt a lot more intuitive. So once I invested in that, I made it a point to practice. Um, my Instagram is my practice. So I have a rule where I have to post every other picture has to be something I drew. And I've been doing that since the fall of 2016 to get more comfortable with digital a lot faster too. I do love watercolor, but especially for like commission projects, it's just easier to work digitally. That's really cool. Um, when when the iPad Pro first came out, I actually bought one because um, you know, I'm an artist too. Um, yeah. And I was super excited about it, and I played around with it. But I had this like realization moment where I was like. Uh, so so I mostly do vector art and mm-hmm. I had this like realization that you know you can't really do that on an iPad Pro and I was really sad because like the idea of one's so cool um, so I ended up returning it uh, like returning it but I, I'm trying to find something that like I can you know work with as well so that's really exciting yeah I mean I need to learn vector art too that's why it works for me I guess because I'm so like scared of it I remember like trying to use the pen tool once and illustrator photoshop or yeah illustrator and i was just like oh my gosh i have like the logic here i just want to be able to use a pen like i would with my actual in real life hand and it's not the same um do you think your past experiences um will help you or um give you a particular viewpoint going into this yeah i feel a lot of my experiences coming together i guess like the good ones and the bad ones, like my fear of math that I kind of didn't touch for a while because the work I'm doing uh, right now hasn't involved uh, looking at variables and like assigning values to things. And now I'm doing that again. So it makes me have to face that 
part of myself too, but also um, there are good things. I mean, I think, I think most people agree too that it's really valuable for people from different backgrounds to come into tech. That that's what makes it um, more inclusive and more accepting of others and creates diversity and keeps things ethical. So you're not just thinking of like the things that you're typing, but like as a purely mathematical or like um, kind of like sterile thing, but you're thinking of the people that are using the, the code you're writing and like visually your experience, like I'm an artist. So a lot of people are like, you'd be great at front end because you understand what people are looking for. And of course I don't know enough code yet to say that I can effectively execute that. But I do think that there's some value in like me coming from this really visual different place and thinking of people and having a lot of customer service experience. Like I can bring that artsiness and human connection into whatever I do end up doing. That experience where they've just been behind the computer screen and they know what they're doing, but you also have like the value of having that human experience with whoever you're coding for. I think it's really important. So what made you want to learn to code? Um, it's a really roundabout thing. I guess the short answer is I don't know if I want to yet. I just have a lot of um, friends that are involved in the community. And um, I've seen people from all backgrounds do it. And personally, right now, I'm in a time in my life where I'm thinking about my next career move and what would be beneficial. And I have seen all these people have great experiences within the tech community and also um, doing it as a career. And I figured, you know, no matter what direction I go, I think this would be in line with what I'm going to do, even if that just ends up with me um, being able to, you know, take on a marketing role and be able to communicate better with engineers that I may be working alongside. Um, and also because I do a lot of illustration work for software engineers right now, I do some things like related to uh, whatever their tech talks are about. Just learning the language and being able to communicate a little bit better instead of having to like ask for a reference when they give me a word and I have no idea what that word means to just kind of be able to be a little more on the same page in an artistic sense even. Um, would help me out. I do have um, limited experience with CSS and HTML just from like my junior high and like teenage years doing Neopets and uh, editing my Tumblr and MySpace and stuff like that. Um, so I definitely can see myself, especially if I'm more comfortable with the language, having fun, like being more creative with it. I feel like I'm in such a beginning stage right now. And what I'm working in now is JavaScript, um, which is more back end. It's still so hard for me to see how I could create anything like pretty from it yet. But I also try to appreciate like um, the harmony that I think would be there. Uh, once I kind of get the foundation of the language down. I felt I had a fear of math in school too, because um, I didn't get a good foundation in algebra too. And it's a similar kind of feeling and that like, just seeing those variables again, it, it like takes me back to that time when I'm like, oh no, I can't do this. But I know like because of college when I had some of those uh, algebra concepts 
retaught to me. I know I can do it. It's just a totally like it's a huge gear shift in terms of thinking and I have to like kind of fight that leftover anxiety. Oh, I went to a liberal arts school. So I was like the one doing some of the more complex math amongst my friends because oh, okay. I'm business and everyone else was doing, you know, like English. They did the liberal arts math class and that was it for them. And I was like, oh, you guys are so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really just a personal challenge to see if it's something that I end up liking and um, my next steps, if I do feel like this class is something I want to keep uh, working at and keep learning the language that I'm getting the foundation for right now, then I might consider a boot camp or like trying to do an internship next. But it's still just a totally new world to me. So we'll see. It's exciting, though. It is really exciting. Um, So you touched on community. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and your experiences with it? Yeah, um, I'm really active on Twitter. And I feel like you can get a big sense of community there, um, which definitely was helpful to me pretty much in every aspect of my life, not just personally, but professionally too. Um, I have several close personal friends that I've known in real life for a while um, that are involved with programming and kind of got into the uh, tech world through Recurse Center in New York specifically. And I feel like um, for all the kind of bad things you see about what's going on in tech and like diversity there and things happening in San Francisco. There's also a lot of good things happening. I feel like I stumbled into a group that's really inclusive um, in New York. A lot of women and non-binary people coding, people from all different backgrounds and ages. And I feel really well supported and not that out of place. Even though I'm personally intimidated by the challenges, I feel like, um, everyone's kind of rooting for me to learn this and like join them. So that's been really encouraging and exciting. Awesome. Um, have any of your friends ever tried to drag you to a hackathon yet? Or now, that, <laughs> na now that you've started, have, uh, have mentioned it maybe? Um, not yet. I probably wouldn't be a lot of help. Um, but I mean, I'd definitely be open to it in the future if they thought I'd be helpful. Um, a lot of them do give me like a lot of resources to go to. I've gone to a few meetups, like Brooklyn JS is uh, one of the best in New York, in my opinion. And they really encourage anyone to come, not just people that code. So there's a lot of open doors for me, especially once I actually learn how to do it. So you mentioned your friends. Um, would you consider any of them mentors? I guess I've gotten a lot of indirect mentoring just from following their wisdom, like in blogs and talking to them in real life and reading tweets. I follow a lot of people that are involved in tech to kind of keep a pulse on what's happening and like the trends. Um, so I've kind of got secondhand mentoring. I feel like Twitter is like that for a lot of people. Um, that are studying all kinds of different things. It kind of gives you indirect support and mentorship. But uh, yeah, I think if I move in the direction of looking for a full-time career in coding, I definitely feel like I have people to turn to that would be more than happy to help. So I'm still absorbing so much. Um, 
but it's cool to know that I have all these people to kind of reach out to, especially in different time zones. I tend to be a night owl, so I'm really thinking that something's gonna happen at like 3 a.m. here, and I'm gonna need like someone to help explain or raise to me, and I'll get someone in California to help me out when that time comes. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to see what happens. It's not usually in my nature to like, take on big challenges i'm kind of risk averse sometimes so this whole experience is just like totally kind of unexpected for me and then again with like being in an art background people are kind of like why are you doing this class and i'm just like you know i don't i don't really know but i think it's gonna be good so i'm just waiting to see what happens So even though you've just started, um, is there anything specifically that excites you about the possibility of learning how to code or anything in the industry already that you're like, yeah, I want to do that? For me, it's still more abstract things. Like I see the possibility of um, the good that can be brought into the tech world because it allows a lot of um, flexibility in terms of like scheduling and also... Uh, financial freedom. And so I think about, you know, if I find my place here, knowing how to code, what are the things I can do that would grant me the freedom to be more helpful and like more fulfilled. And for me right now, uh, kind of the direction that I feel like I want to go in, which I'm also very encouraged to go in by a few of my Twitter friends is to create help like create and illustrate resources for people that are also beginning. Um, Sailor Mercury or Sailor HG, Amy on Twitter does a really amazing job uh, creating zines that teach programming concepts and like kind of squashing the myth that, uh, you know, computer science and math stuff can't be cute or pink, which is extremely up my alley. And I feel like I definitely experienced a lot of um, kind of judgment for being quote unquote girly and like liking the color pink and cute stuff, even in business school, anything that's considered like aggressive or like sciency, it's not really okay to be cute or like kid friendly in those kind of environments. But I like that people are challenging that idea, people like Amy um, and making resources that make stuff like this feel approachable for people like me. And I want to kind of move in that direction and have the knowledge to help other people with illustrations and making uh, programming more visual. So not exactly in line with like coding uh, just in itself, but what I can do with like that knowledge and how I can combine it with my other interests to make something that helps other people. Cause I've been working remotely for a long time. So sometimes I feel like I'm not really giving a lot back. And I think that once I have this knowledge, I can combine everything together and feel like really happy about the help I can give other people. Stay tuned after the credits to see if Emily would rather live in the city or on the countryside. Dream Team was voiced by me, Kelly Mahoney. The music is by Cutside.
French fries or onion rings? French fries all the way. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits. TV or book? Mm, probably TV. Cotton candy or pretzel? Pretzel. Soft pretzel, though. With salt or with sugar? Uh, salt, but just a little bit. Dog or cat? Dog. Mac or PC? Mac. Live in the country or live in the city? Ooh. Um, depends what time of my life. I guess I got to say city for now, but I'd love mountains to be a little bit closer. So live in the city, vacay in the country. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe switch it up when I'm older, but the city is good for now. <laughs> awesome. 